Welcome to another movie review. We're doing a movie review podcast uh, today, Brad. We are new. Uh, no friends today. No, just uh, us. Just us. Um, bit kind of weird, but oh well. <laughs> uh, I mean, you and I started this. You and I will finish it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and what, like 30 more episodes? Yeah. Because I only have 30 more ideas, really. <laughs> um, and some of them are just repeating. And then we're just tapped out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so the movie we are reviewing today is the new Joker movie. And unlike the other movie reviews, we're actually doing this on time. On time. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, so how do you want to get into this movie? Well, number one, this was heavily hyped. Yes. Both of us heard nothing but great things about this. Yep. To the level of this is like a Martin Scorsese movie. Like, if you're going into this movie wanting a good superhero movie, you're going to be disappointed. But if you're going into this movie for, like, a Martin Scorsese taxi driver-esque movie, then you're going to like it, pretty much. That's how we went into this. Yeah, heavily story-driven by the characters, not by CGI and stuff. Right. Not like not like a, like a purple guy or... Or anything like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know how we should get into this movie. If we should do a little synopsis, or just say how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, this one's a hard one for both of us. So, Brad and I exited the... So, the credits start rolling, everybody starts leaving, and I looked at Brad, and I said, did you like it? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, same. I don't know if I yeah. like it. It's such a weird, weird thing of us recording. Like, we just saw it. Today is the premiere day. We recorded this on a Friday. Mm -hmm. It just came out today. Uh, not even 24 hours old right now. No. And I just, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I didn't like it. I could say this. I'm disappointed I'm, I paid money for it. <laughs> that sounds like you didn't like it. Like, like that's where that sounds. Right. I know that's how it sounds, but I'm disappointed I paid money for it because I don't know how I feel about the movie. I don't know if I spent my money well enough for this, essentially. Like, like going to like an Avengers movie or going to uh, go see the new Rambo, like... I'm putting my money where I know my expectations will be. For this, I have no clue. I don't know. So right now, I'm disappointed I paid money for this because I don't know if I like it or not. Yeah. The ex the expectations weren't what we were told it was going to be. Yeah. So, Brad, w what else did you think about it? I mean, there's some really good acting in it. Joaquin Phoenix did amazing. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't think Oscar-worthy. No, no, I wouldn't say Oscar-worthy. Very slow-paced. Very. Especially the beginning. Like, once it got into, like, the final bit, it sped up pretty quickly and kept you well intrigued. But that first 30 minutes to 45 minutes, that's dragged. So, by, by the way, while we were in the movie theater, as the movie was playing, I hate this movies. people were on their phones. And I looked down, and I noticed... So we had a 12 o'clock showing, uh, yeah. a noon showing, 
and I looked down at this person's phone and it already said one. And I was thinking in my head, holy crap, where did the time go by? Because honestly, I thought we were in there for 30 minutes, not an hour. <laughs> so if that tells you anything, how paced this movie is, and I do agree with you, the first half of this movie was very slow and then the other half was where it started to get picked up and and just started running smoothly at that point but but yeah anyway go ahead yeah i personally like the way that the story was like Mm -hmm. in general how the story was told but there was there was too many points where it almost felt a little unwatchable at some points Mm -hmm. um where the camera would spend too much time on him laughing or um there was a scene where it made his mental illness seem like it was a hundred times worse than it was where he regressed in age almost yeah so like he was four yeah or the the uh mental capabilities of a four-year-old exactly you know kind of thing yeah exactly so so he the this portrayal of the joker has clearly a mental illness yeah and and they show it with a couple of you know like like oh this didn't actually happen this only happened in his head you know simple things like this but then they also had like he had a like nervous tick almost of just he would spontaneously laugh like he had Tourette's of laughter and he had like cards that he gave people and was like hey i'm sorry i have a mental condition i just randomly laugh when i shouldn't yeah which is in a joker way is kind of cool how they did that i think but it just i agree with you it just like it's like he regressed to a four-year-old for everything else like mentally wise like he just seemed because he just seemed slow but like the joker is a cunning man and throughout the movie i would say he ended up becoming a cunning man but it just seemed more like improv at that point like he was just like Oh, I see the opportunity. I guess we'll go this way. Not like like he planned it out thoroughly. Like how I feel like the Joker is kind of kind of yeah. thing. So, so yeah, it was. I just I I'm so unsure about it, Brad. <laughs> like I honestly I don't know what to rate this movie when we get to that point. But would you say this is your favorite Joker? No, me neither. No, Joaquin did a great job, but. He just kind of felt sh- fell short of yeah. it. Um, the movie was. I I don't know about the movie. I like beautifully shot. I yes. would say great acting throughout. I mean, my least favorite was Robert De Niro because he seemed weird. He played Robert De Niro's character plays a like a Jay Leno talk yeah. show, Jimmy Fallon talk show host, but it was more like. He was supposed to be like Carson, but it just seemed weird for Robert De Niro to be. It's not it. one that you would picture him in as yeah. that role. Yeah, but I mean, he still did a great job. It just it seemed off the cuff. I would yeah. say. So, I I had, I would say with this movie, it wasn't a two steps forward, one step back, or two steps or uh, one step forward, two steps back. It was they took a step and then they took a step back, mm-hmm. like they were gonna go all the way with an idea and then they just brought it back yeah 
with a couple of things I didn't like of, of like, there's like, I would like something that they did. And then it would mean like, I didn't like it. Yeah. They pulled it back. They pulled it back. One of the things was, uh, I felt like this Joker was very, uh, theatric and like theatric flamboyant in a way Mm -hmm. than a set eccentric, uh, kind of kind of thing where you know i like the joker where you know he has running gags of like smell my flower and he sprays acid in your face or he you shake his hand and you get shocked you know kind of like that and he did have that kind of like mobility without any of the like gag jokes kind of kind of thing like he danced around a lot yeah so he had that like theatery kind of thing but like i'm looking for more eccentric where he's like like every, like he's finding a joke everywhere he turns. Yeah, and that just wasn't this less joke theatrics, out. more eccentricness. Yeah, more kind of just craziness. Yeah, and I I kind of contributed this to like I I really liked his laughter. I uh, his laughter because of his like Tourette's laughing, he would be laughing in uncomfortable situations. It almost seemed painful for him. Like he would grasp at his at his throat to try and or mm-hmm. cover his mouth to try and to make him stop, but he kept going and all he wanted to do was stop. So it kinda seemed like a painful laughter, which I really liked, and I thought that was a great trait for somebody like a Joker character. But then there was way too much dancing and like showmanship of everything that he was doing that it was just kinda took you out of it. Yeah. Especially so, since half the dancing didn't seem to, like, matter. Yeah. Like, he'd be on his own. It wasn't even, like, after he did something or, like, trying to amuse anybody. Yeah. It was, like, he's off by himself. Yeah. Nobody's around, and he's doing this slow theatrical dance. Yeah, for himself. Like, he didn't, like, stab a guy in the chest and then start, like, dancing with his corpse or anything. Yeah. He just was on stairs and decided to dance or was on the elevator and decided to dance. Like it just seemed off putting to put in this movie. It just, again, one step forward, one step back. It just simply stayed at the same line throughout. Yeah. And even, even like with his makeup, I thought his makeup was very just plain and generic. And then there was a moment where like, uh, the blue was running down his cheek just a little bit, and it kind of like had like a edgy Joker. But then the next scene, his face is painted up again because he was about to go on a show, and I'm just like, okay, one step forward, one step back. Yeah, that was constantly for me this movie. Uh, yeah, it just again, this is why I'm so indecisive about <laughs> if I like it or not. Is I don't know if that was creative enough. I, yeah. Is there anything you really liked about it, though? Um, because I feel like we've been dogging on it. We really have. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was great, not Oscar worthy, like some people have said. Um, I know getting into the role of of Joker for past people have been kind of a hard thing to get into. One thing I did like about it was the gore. I, I thought was pretty like the like honestly there was like three there's probably like four scenes where like gore happens but they don't hold back they don't hold back but 
even two of those scenes are mild. Yeah. Like, uh, the first time on the train, the Joker shoots three people. But even then, that was very tame. And then uh, there was another scene on the train uh, where cops are chasing the Joker. And there's, like, a bunch of, like, Joker fanatics on the train. And uh, one of them grabs the cop's gun and the gun goes off and, and the cop accidentally kills someone. Even that is tame. What wasn't was one of Joker's ex-coworkers shows up and is like, What did you tell the police? Where did you get that gun? And then he takes out scissors and stabs him in the throat and then in the eye and then bashes his head against a, a wall. That wasn't tame. Spoilers. S- yeah. <laughs> S- sorry. Go go see it. I, or don't. I don't know. Have somebody else pay for it. Because <laughs> it's just... It's really off for me. I don't... I've never been so indecisive of a movie either i get out of the movie and i go i really like that or i really didn't this i'm split down the middle yeah of i I of course like stuff and hate stuff from this movie uh one of the thing another thing i hated was the joker wasn't funny at all but for me the joker that's why he's named that it's not because he of the makeup he wears or anything i mean he's the clown prince of darkness yeah he throws around jokes, even if it's like dark sense of humor or off the cuff humor. He th- at least throws around jokes, even even a dad joke or even a pun. You know, like the animated series. I mean, Batman even throws around a couple of puns. <laughs> but this Joker, he was not funny at all. No, there was not a single thing that he said that was funny. And coming from uh, the director who did the Hangover, the Hangover movies. This movie wasn't funny at all. This was a very serious movie. And, you know, they keep throwing around like, my life uh, isn't a tragedy. It's a comedy. I'm like, that's still a tragedy, I would say. (laughs) Even even the writing in this is kind of... A tragedy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like, Joker goes onto Robert De Niro's show. And they're like, hey, tell us a joke. And he goes, okay, knock, knock. Who's there? It's the police knocking at your mother's door because your son, because her son just got killed by a drunk driver, and it's like, uh, okay, sure, yeah, but he couldn't tell actual jokes. Like I feel like that was such a a missed opportunity or an oversight on the script writing. Like, like I was telling you when we were driving here to film this or record this, was there's a moment with the main female character in the elevator with her daughter and Joker before he actually turned into the Joker. What's, what's the guy's name? Arthur. Arthur. Fleck. Fleck. Yeah. Is his name. And, uh, like the elevator in this shitty apartment stops and she's like, Oh, isn't this place the worst? And then she, you know, fake puts a gun to her head and herself. Yeah. Finger guns, her brains out. And this this is the scene. So finger gun brains out. The elevator starts moving. They exit. All three of them exit. And then uh, Arthur turns around and goes, hey. And then puts the finger guns to his head and blows his brains out. And that was it. Yeah. But I feel like that was a missed opportunity to throw in a joke to be like, 
oh, that's funny. You should be a comedian because the whole purpose of Arthur right now throughout this whole story is he wants to be a comedian, but he's not funny. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't you make him at least a li- just a little bit funny? Uh, dad jokes, puns, something. Not not this, hey, your son died because of a drunk driver. That's not funny. Yeah. So I just... I actually, I have to say, I thought he was going to get funnier. So Me too. Basically, my thought was, because at the beginning, you know, he's trying to be a comedian. They even showed in the trailers where he's, he's going to go to, like, a comedy club, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But because of his condition of laughing uncontrollably, like, it stops him from, mm-hmm. like, really doing anything good. I almost expected by the end of the movie where he embraces Joker for him to be able to tell jokes. Like, I guess my thought going into it was that he would have jokes, but he possibly wouldn't be able to say it. Right. But by the end, he'd have the confidence to do it. Mm-hmm. But that never happened. It never happened. Yeah. It's, like... Those kind of parts are kind of dumb for me. You know what? Talking about it a little bit more, I'm leaning towards I didn't like this movie. Yeah. I didn't like this movie. I think it's a great movie. Like, if you're going in for a superhero, it's a shitty movie. But if you're going in for, like, an artistic movie, it's actually pretty good. But still, uh, I think... What what's the score like? Audience that are giving it like ninety percent. Ninety three right now. Uh, and then critics are giving it like 60 six, something. Yeah, honestly, for me, like in, in like a star system, I would honestly give it like a six. Yeah, not a seven. I don't think it deserves a seven unless I truly just go. Joaquin Phoenix's portray portrayal of the Joker is good, but. Joaquin Phoenix is such a method actor that he really gets into the roles. And I made a point to uh, watch him act and how he portrays himself as the Joker. And he did a great job. Like, like from the point of, like, his walk to his handwriting, I could even see, like, he basically turned himself into the Joker. He was like a chameleon. Yeah. Essentially, where he... I could definitely see like he's changed up his his walk than he than Joaquin usually walks or how he usually writes when he like signs autographs like down to his handwriting it was somebody else not Joaquin is that somebody else Joker I don't know it's up in for interpretation <laughs> I guess but but yeah it was it was it was a joy to watch him act like that but not a good movie yeah yeah so i i do have to say there are a few things that i actually did did quite enjoy off go this ahead movie. so um a few things is this movie did really well the same thing i thought black panther did which was it did a good job of blending in like a few political themes and making um truly relevant in the movie so i did really en- enjoy that and for me i could see it as one of the better kind of origin stories besides just like like the laughing in that uh or not being funny like that i don't get but like the journey itself mm-hmm. especially the last bit um the entire end of the movie was like a great journey on how he gained his notoriety how he was so influential in gotham and how he got so much support behind him where you didn't get to see that in a lot of other Joker movies. He's just 
already on top. You don't mm. know why he's the kingpin, but he is. Yeah. And in this one, you get to find out why that happened. And a lot of that was based off of a lot of the political themes in it. And so I did like that story aspect of it. So like the overarching theme, I did quite enjoy. But it was the minor nuances in between that downplayed it too much for me to like. Right. Yeah. I also like that where where like it showed the anarchy that one person can can have and what a following that can have. Yeah. I did like that. They did a really good job with that. Because like you said, most often times you he's already an established person. This yep. is him not being established and then eventually like getting those followings. And this this definitely takes from like different um like stories of his origin it does <clears throat> and it was a good origin but it wasn't the origin that i wanted i guess i should say yeah where like because this took a lot from uh the comic book last laugh um where where he is a uh a comedian trying to break through on the scene but he's not really quite making it but he's still kind of he's still funny <laughs> but he's, you know, nobody's giving him a shot. And, and he then has to go uh, in bed with the mob and pretty much be a lackey for them. And that's about it. But this, he just wasn't funny. He And he, it showed an uprising. And yeah. that's about it. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, this one's a hard one to quantify. Just because the acting was good. There was a lot of artistic shots. But just... I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of it that just didn't stick with you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go through the story? Like, should we do a quick synopsis of the story? Like we, what we did with Dora? <laughs> Except for a lot quicker than that? Yeah. <laughs> like, not Scott telling us. <laughs> but sorry, you. Scott. Yeah, sorry, Scott. I enjoyed every minute of that. I yeah. hope you know, Scott. But uh, do you want to do a quick one? Or me a quick one? You do a quick one. Yeah, we can do a little bit of a quick Yeah, one. I would say. So, I mean, obviously this is going to be nothing but spoilers, even though we've had some spoilers beforehand. Yeah, um, Joker dies at the end. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Or am I? Anyway, go with the synopsis. So, I mean, it starts off with him just having his medical issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's at his therapist, and she's just basically kind of wanting to know where he's at, and... Wanting to know if he's brought his journal and stuff. And he's kind of reluctant, it seems like. But he knows he needs help, so he's, like, asking for medication. Like, he wants that, but he doesn't really want to seem to, like, talk through his issues, really. Yeah. And from there, it shows some of his other jobs that he's had. And and just the failure. Like, you can tell he's just kind of a failure in his life. Right yeah. Now. Also, uh, he was in a mental institute. At yeah, one point. They, they did reference that. Yeah, they did reference it. Um, it shows him going back to his mom's house. He takes care of his mom. It's just him and his mom that live there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he meets the one girl in the elevator that he, he does the gun to the head to. Yep. And he's just not a successful guy. His job is basically like dressing up as a clown and doing things for different businesses. Or either holding a sign, going to a children's hospital. How fitting. Yeah. <laughs> he i mean right at the beginning he gets kind of beat up 
and this is kind of what like leads into stuff. He gets beat up, his sign gets taken, um, and one of his coworkers gives him a gun for protection. Mm-hmm. But that soon backfires on him. Yep. So he at the children's hospital. Yeah, he he drops it as he's doing a. If you're happy and you know it, stomp dance. your feet. <laughs> Listen, Joker. It's not if you're happy and you know it. Drop the gun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that drops out. Uh, everybody sees it. They call his employer, and he gets fired. Yep. You also find out all of his coworkers that were nice to his face were talking crap behind his back. Mm-hmm. So it just puts him in an even harder area. And then it's like right after that, he finds out that the like social services is given up on whatever program he's his, in. His counseling, yeah. his medication. So he's no longer on medication now too because he's going to run out of medication. He's not having counseling. Like this guy's going downhill fast. Very fast. Uh, Even though it's a slow-paced movie yeah. uh, at the beginning. And so he gets on a train or a subway mm-hmm. and he's watching this one girl get you know harassed by harassed hard by like three guys that you find out later work at wayne enterprises yeah and he starts having a nervous tick of just laughing uncontrollably tourette laughter yeah he's he's trying to stop himself they notice they start like dancing around asking you know why are you laughing why are you laughing and they start making like a clown like song and dance around him yeah um and then they start kind of beating up on him Knock mm-hmm. him around, knock him down, and then they start kicking him on the ground. Yeah. He's got that gun on him, though, and that's where he kills the three guys. Yep. And this is the first time where you see confidence with him. Because he gets off there, he's running like a madman down the street, making sure he doesn't get caught. Finally stops somewhere, <gasps> and you can kind of tell, like, he's happy with himself. He starts doing a little dance and jig with yeah. himself. Again, by himself, by himself in a bathroom <laughs> makes no sense but all right yeah so he finally gained some confidence because he, it's like he took control of his life so he goes back to his house or his apartment and then he goes straight to the room of that girl he met in the elevator, elevator. Mm-hmm. um and just starts they, making out with yeah her. starts making out with her they close the door that's the end of that scene Wakes up the next day, and he's back to no-confidence Joker, Arthur, again. Yeah. And same kind of things start happening. Life's going down again. Um, the the cops end up showing up at his mom's place. Yeah. Wondering where he's at, and the mom... Or no, calls. They call, and she has a stroke and ends up at the hospital. Yeah. Um, that happens. I guess right before this, there is kind of a, a bit of an important part that happens. The comedy act? Uh, I mean, that does happen, too. Oh, sorry. Lack thereof, the, lack the comedy thereof. act. Uh, his mom keeps asking him to send letters. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's to Thomas Wayne. <gasps> I recognize that name. Yeah, right? I recognize that last name. Where? <gasps> Where Wayne Brady, of yeah, course. Obviously. Ah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's been sending these letters out for his mom because she thinks he's going to help him out because she She, worked for the company 30 years before and he takes care of his old employees like their family. Yep. And so she's constantly making him send off these letters. She asks him like this one more time. She goes off to her bedroom, 
he decides this time he's going to open the letter. Yep. And he reads it, and in the letter, it states, that's his father. Like, <gasps> they had an affair, and he is what? one of... Uh, Thomas Wayne's Wayne's son. So you're saying Wayne Brady and the Joker are related? (laughs) Yes. (gasps) I don't see it. Yeah, me either. I don't see it. No resemblance at all. No. No. Uh, So he ends up going to the Wayne Mansion. Uh Uh-huh. And this is where he meets Bruce. (gasps) There's a third? There's a third one? Yeah. Wayne Brady, Bruce, and uh, Joker? No, this is Bruce Jenner. Uh, <laughs> that's why I didn't recognize. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but so they he goes he meets Bruce. He's like doing a little magician act for him, show and dance. He's yeah. better as a mime than he is a he comedian. Really is. And one of the like security guards comes up and is like, "What are you doing?" Is like wasn't that to... wasn't that Alfred? It could have been. I, I think it's Alfred. All right. All right. We'll say it's Alfred. Yeah, yeah we'll say it's Alfred. It's the butler. Uh, and he kind of ushers Wayne off, uh, Bruce off. And Wayne Brady. Yeah, Wayne Brady. And he's telling him he just needs to not be there. And at this point, this is where author's like, I, I'm uh, Thomas. Peggy. Peggy's son? Penny. 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 I'm Penny's son. And... At this point, Alfred recognizes that name and is like, you just need to get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, no, I know what happened between my um, mother and Thomas. Yeah. And-, and he's like, no, nothing happened. Your mom was crazy. And through the gate, Arthur grabs him and is just like, it's like he's going to kill him. It's like strangling him out. But then he looks and sees Bruce and the look on Bruce's face. So he lets go and runs away. Yeah. So at this point, this is like the new thing that he's trying to get at. Like, at this point, he just wants to know his father. Yeah. So he wants a papa. Yeah, he wants a papa because he's never had a papa. Oh, oh, papa. Yeah. Uh, papa, can you hear me? He ends up, um, he ends up breaking into a, a theater around this time, after the cops try to get at him. Hmm. The theater, Wayne. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Because you you backtracked oh, yeah, from now, what now I we're said. Pulling forward so again. the mom is in the hospital because the cops yep. called and all that, and he's dealing with that. And then, okay, n- then Arthur goes to the theater where Thomas Wayne is having a, uh, or not, he's not having, he's going and enjoying a Charlie Chaplin show kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. It's like nothing but the rich and famous of Gotham. Yeah. Right there. This is also the first time you get to see the uprising. Yeah, like the protests. The true protests. Like, you've heard about it. You've seen it in the papers, but you never really saw the protests. Because Thomas Wayne is, he he says he's running for mayor now. Yeah. And, and the people who are now part of the Joker uprising kind of thing, even though they're not, they're, they're just wearing clown masks. Yeah. Are, are like, no, you're rich and you're, you hate us and, and all that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he breaks in to the, the theater and he puts on like a chauffeur's outfit Mm -hmm. and he's walking around and he sees Thomas get up and he goes to the bathroom and he follows him in there and he waits till it's just those two alone. And then he confronts him and he's basically like, I know who you are. I'm your kid. You're my papa. And at this point, this is where 
Tom- Thomas. Thomas Wayne lays down the facts. Yeah. Your mom was goddamn nuts. Yeah, she was cuckoo for... And you're Cuckoo's. adopted. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, hard facts right there. He's not... And he cannot handle it. And at this point, he starts having his nervous tick of laughing again, right in his face. And he's like, why would you say that about my mom? And then he just punches him in the face, yeah, which Tom- was just great. Thomas Wayne <laughs> clocks him. Yeah. Which just sends him, like, even further into, like, a bit of a depression. But he... He ends up at the at the mental hospital that Thomas Wayne yep. said that uh, Penny, the mother, mm-hmm. was admitted to. And he steals the records. <laughs> and he steals the records. And he finds out that everything Thomas Wayne says... Was true. Was true. But it gets worse. Yeah. He finds out he was abused. Uh, there's a whole bunch of like news clippings. They start having like little flashbacks of what happened. Uh, of people talking and like... He was at one point apparently locked to a radiator yep. for days, just malnourished, never fed, just beat. Yeah, uh, bruises all over. He had a severe head trauma, is what they said. Yes, yeah, which I'm sure head. is why he's got so many issues. Like what? Um, he laughs weird. That's oh, what, yeah. Oh, he's a weird. Is yeah. he an ugly laugher? Yeah. yeah, he's an ugly laugher. Ah, uh, I hate that. And an ugly, ugly crier. Ah, uh, <laughs> classic Joker. So, this is where he almost turns like nihilistic at this point where he just he's done with the world at this point yeah and he this is where he embraces his dark side yeah he dresses up full-on joker no or starts to dress up he and his the the two guys come to his door no no he goes to the hospital after he found out about this oh i forgot about that Yeah. yeah he goes to the hospital and is talking to his mom and he this is where he goes i just my life isn't a tragedy, it's a comedy. And then he smothers her with a pillow. Yeah. And then he, then that's when, he, yeah. by the way, by, by this time, he gets a phone call to go on to Robert De Niro's talk show. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's all happening. And so he kills his mom, goes home, and he's dressing up. He's just starting to put makeup on and he gets a knock at the door. Yep. And it's two of his guys that he used to work with. Yeah, ex-co-workers. Um, that, that also used to dress up as clowns and stuff for whatever job they were doing. Um, Some sex thing. Yeah. and Like inflatophilia. This is where the guy that actually gave him the gun. Google it. That's not or, a bad idea. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, Never no. mind. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So the guy that gave him the gun earlier, uh-huh. that's one of the guys that are in there. Yep. Um, along with um, a midget. Yep. Yep. And so it's important because of what he does. So he lets him in and he locks the door as they're walking in the living room. So they don't actually see him really locking the door. And then the one guy that gave him the gun starts questioning him because the police have came around. They've questioned. They know that they've questioned Arthur and now they're going around to everyone else and asking them. So this guy's really worried because he knows he gave him that gun. Mm -hmm. So he wants to know if it's going to come back on him. This is at the point where Arthur just grabs some scissors out of his back pocket, stabs him right in the jugular, into the eye, that he falls down, and then just bashes his head in like it's a piece of meat you're trying to tenderize. Yes. Like, Oh, it got tenderized. Horrible. It got tenderized. Horrible. And then he's just kind of sitting on the ground, like covered in blood, smiling, happy that whatever he did. And the, the other guy there, the, he's freaking out. 
Like, oh my god, what did you do? Why'd you do this? And Arthur's like, yeah, I'll let you go. That's fine. And so he runs to the door. Well, he goes to run to the door. He sees the dead body. He's like, just don't look at it. And, yeah. <laughs> and then Arthur jumps out at him and yeah. he's like, I'm just playing. You can yeah. go. And Which then, is probably the funniest part. Of that the is the funniest one. thing he's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, he goes to the door and he can't get it because he's a midget and he set the chain up. So he has to ask Arthur to get up and undo the chain. So Arthur gets up, undoes the chain, opens up slightly, and then kind of closes it again and is talking to him, which is just at this point, just he's just trying to freak this guy out even more. And then he eventually just lets him run away. Yeah. He goes, you've always been nice to me. Yeah. And lets him go. And I'm like... <sighs> By the way, if you guys have okay. never heard this, the one guy that looks weird in your office building, give him a Snickers every now and again. <laughs> because this is the reason that's going to save your life right there. <laughs> Thanks for the Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, dang cook. Thank you. Um, he ends up just finishing getting dressed and puts on all of his makeup. And then he goes dancing down the stairs. Dancing down the <laughs> stairs. Like he's seeing the rain. Yeah. And uh, cops come up behind him. Okay. So it's a very large stairway. Very large stairway. Like, what do you think? 150 steps? Something like that. Maybe more, maybe 200? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not 200. But it's ve- like it's outside staircase going down. Like, this is probably the closest thing to stairway to heaven. Yeah. Almost. And he's pretty much at the bottom. He's maybe 10 steps away. The cops are all the way at the top, and they go, Hey, Arthur, we need to talk to you. And he just books it. And he books it. (laughs) And it's like, why wouldn't you walk up to him, then say that, uh, opposed to being 140 steps away from him? They did pull the one thing I hate in movies. He gets off the stairs, runs up, and then it's only about 20 feet later is where the cops are. So they made the distance of like 100 stairs in about 0.3 seconds. Like, they caught up really damn fast to be only 20 feet away from him. Because they were easily like 50 to 60 feet away of stairs. Yeah. So it's not even like a straight run. Unless they like jumped down the stairs. Slid down the the, the barristers. (gasps) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So... So yeah, so now they're giving chase. Yeah, and he uh, a t- uh, car hits the Joker. The Joker gets up and starts running even more. So they kind of close the gap a little bit. Yeah, somehow, uh, and then they get on the train. Yep, and it's a train full of protesters of Joker protesters. Yes, uh, clown masks and all that. Yeah, and they all get up. They're all on the train and they're going from car uh, from uh, car to car. Yeah, and. The Joker puts on a on a clown mask. He steals one from another one, which instigates is, a fight. Yes, uh, and and the cop eventually like sees him, pulls out a gun, and that's when a uh, Joker protester grabs the gun and they battle, and the gun fires and the Kills protester the one guy. Yeah, and then they just bum rush these two cops. Yeah, they fuck them up. Yeah, and you find out later they're in serious like critical condition. Like, they got curb stomped at that point. Yeah, it was Um, not a good time to be. And, like, you see a little bit of it because they the train stops, they all run off, and they're just beating the crap out of these two cops. On the platform. And it shows the, uh, yeah, was it nine and three quarters? I think it was nine and three quarters. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then it shows the Joker just 
staring at him, laughing, and then he starts to do a little dance. That was the one time that the dancing made sense, though. It absolutely made sense. <laughs> that was the one time it made sense. Oh, my gosh. Or, or uh, you know, uh, a little joke like, lay off the donuts. You know, something like yeah. that. Give me something. Yeah. So... They show him, he runs a little bit more, and then that's where he's got his makeup is messed up. He's got the blue line down. This is where it looks like he looked like cool. good Joker. He looks so cool without yeah. just one line of blue running yep. down his cheek. He looked really cool. And then he gets to the studio, and it's all clean again. Ah, which bullshit. I understand why they did it. Yeah, me because too. Because he had to go out on stage, and the producer didn't want him out on stage anyways, because he's like, after what happened on the... On the subway. Yeah, the riots. The riots in that. This is not a good idea to have somebody dressed up as a clown, not knowing that it was actually him that instigated the fight anyways yeah. to get these two cops. They just heard it on the news. Yeah, but De Niro was like, nah, it'll nah, be it'll fine. Be fine. It'll, be fine. Yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then as they're leaving, he asks them, can you announce me as the Joker coming off or coming onto stage? Yeah. And De Niro agrees. Yeah, and sure. So they're going through the show and then they introduce him he comes onto stage and he does some dancing in that like this is where you can tell this is confident joker like he at this point he knows what he's doing yeah he's he's just evil and he doesn't care and he's fine with it at yeah. this point he's um, he's lost it and then they ask him a little bit and he's like you know this is exactly how i expected it and then de niro's character kind of makes fun of him for a little bit and then he gets asked to do a joke and this is the horrible knock knock joke that he comes up with knock knock who's there <laughs> your son this is the police your son just died in a in a uh by a drunk driver yeah got killed by a drunk driver oh, that's and they're not like funny. you can't joke about this and yeah that's it's, not funny it's horrible and then he admits to killing the three wayne enterprise guys from the first subway like yeah. way early on in the movie and they start getting in a discussion of that and they're everybody's a little freaked out and de niro's character is wondering why he's confessing about this he obviously can tell that he's telling the truth mm -hmm. um and then it escalates from there and then and then joker's like you want to hear one more joke and robert de niro's like no <laughs> he's like no and then uh he's he starts telling a joke pulls out a revolver and shoots de niro right in the face yeah Point blank face shot right there. Yep. And then everybody's freaking out. Joker gets up, shoots him a couple more, like one or two more times, and then tosses the gun. Uh, and then does another little dance. And then goes right up to the camera, starts to say something, and then they cut it. Yeah. And then the next scene is pretty much like uh, the Joker rioters and then Joker in the cop car. Yeah, because he got arrested. He got arrested, picked him up right on stage. And then a ambulance T-bones the cop car. They pick... Uh, the ambulance was driven by one of the guys uh, wearing a clown mask. Yes. And they end up grabbing the Joker out of the car and setting him on the cop's hood. And then it, it cuts to Thomas Wayne and his family leaving a theater. Yep. And... You get the origin story for Batman. Yeah, you get the origin story for Batman, which... Honestly, even though like this was like the death of Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne and stuff, again, it wasn't a good one. It wasn't like how they did it was not good because the guy like shoots 
the guy it's a just random guy wearing a clown mask shoots thomas uh grabs martha's pearls and shoots her and then sees the kid and then leaves it's like you already shot two people why why not shoot the kid like no offense why not yeah in the sense of 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 what you're you've already done why leave the kid yeah it didn't make much sense it would have made a lot more sense if at some point the writer like if joker was killing somebody and left a kid alone yeah because he kind of did that with bruce where he ran away because he was going after alfred like he always he was always nice to kids and if the writers had seen that and were mimicking him, it would have made a lot more sense. But for them just to like, I'm going to shoot your parents and run away, it didn't make as much sense. Yeah. Not in that context of yeah. how they got shot. See, I would have rather Joker do it himself. Yeah. You know, he he clearly has a vendetta against Thomas Wayne and not being part of Wayne Brady's family, you know. He has a vendetta. And so it would have been, it would have been even better better if joker was the one to pull the trigger and like he said like he sees the kid he's like i may not be your brother but you're still a kid i'll leave you alone yeah. and then leaves like that would have been even it would have been better it would have been satisfying yeah to either not show it and and have the original end of this movie or to show it and have it be the joker yep and then uh they're all waiting for him he wakes up and this is where, like, he has the whole support of the entire protest. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he can feel blood on his lips and that. So he makes, like, his face, like, yeah. his smile even bigger. I, I did like that. That part. was that, a good part. Yeah. That was a good step forward uh, where, where he, like, he uh, because he was in a car accident, he's bleeding. And uh, his mouth is bleeding. He just takes two fingers on each hand and just gets blood and makes a smiley face and i was like that's that's yeah. cool that's deranged joker not let me dance around yeah after i did nothing yeah and i'm by myself <laughs> like it makes no sense the more and more we're talking through this the more the and more, more you're not like i'm it. not liking this movie yeah. even even for like is this a good movie i don't think it is yeah the more and more i'm i'm talking about it maybe Maybe give it some time. Maybe eventually it will be a good movie if that's possible. But it's not for me. But but yeah, so he's just standing on a hood and people are around cheering his name. And then it cuts to him in a mental institute. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, this was probably the first time that like they took a step forward and then they took another step. Unfortunately, it was the last two yeah, scenes. the last two. <laughs> where the first step was him taking his own blood and making a smiley face. I thought that was yeah. really cool. That's a step forward. And then it shows him in... Uh, Arkham Asylum. In pretty much Arkham Asylum in a mental institute. And uh, uh, he's laughing and a therapist is talking to him. And I did really like this line. Maybe this is another step. Uh, he said... She's like, what's so funny? And he goes, well... I was thinking of a joke. I was thinking of a joke. You wouldn't get it. And he doesn't tell the joke. Yeah. And I was like, that's 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 good. That's psychological joker kind of thing. So maybe maybe for that, that's another step. But Baby steps for this guy. Yeah, baby steps. Like maybe, maybe uh, uh, like a waltz yeah. because he likes to dance. <laughs> maybe the two-step, that bastard. So, so that was that was a cool line, and then it cuts to him exi- exiting, and he's dancing down the hallway, and he's leaving red f- 
footprints yeah. indicating that he killed his psychiatrist, which, again, with the dancing, that makes sense. Yes, it does. That's another That's step. That's the deranged like, dancing that does make sense. Not him in, sitting in his apartment doing it by himself or in a random bathroom. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and, then, and then it just shows the end of the hallway and then him and a orderly running back and forth like he's chasing him. Yeah. Like it's a Scooby-Doo episode. Uh, and then it just says, the end. Honestly, if this movie was to get any more artsy-fartsy, it would have said, Finn. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> like, this movie, honestly, I'm pissed about this movie. Like, I feel like I could do a better Joker movie. And I'm a shitty writer. I can, like, like I, of course, would need a team of helpers, but I would have better ideas than what this was. <sighs> Overall, I thought he was a decent Joker, not my favorite. Yeah. There was parts of the Joker I liked. I liked the laugh. I liked the backstory of why he's laughing like a maniac. Like, I enjoy all of that. Didn't enjoy the dancing and I and stuff like that. I didn't enjoy the, the theatrics of how he was doing. He was doing, like, flamboyant the- theatrics than, like, eccentric theatrics. Yeah. Like, Freddie Mercury... Uh, on the shoulders of Darth Vader. <laughs> like, that's even... That's that's mild compared to this Joker, I feel like. Um, but not my not my favorite Joker. I mean, I definitely don't like the Jared Leto one. You do. Jared Leto's close to the bottom for me. This guy's probably a little bit above. But, like I was telling you, if you take all the Jokers and you mix them into one, you get a really good Joker. Which is, like you said, pretty much Mark Hamill Joker. <laughs> the quintessential Joker. Yeah, the best one. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's... Uh, I, I don't think I have anything else you to say. You ready to rate it, I guess? Yeah, hold on. We need to come up with the rating system. Um, What was very prominent in this? How about, how about Red Clown Nose for good? And uh, let's... Let's go uh, uh, Joker's uh, shitty notebook for bad. I was going to say Paxil because it was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, yeah. So do you want to rate it first or you want me to? Why don't you go ahead? I would, I would say four red noses for good. And honestly, I would probably say seven to eight. Uh, seven and a half Paxels for you? Seven and a half Paxels or, or Joker shitty notebook. <laughs> uh, bad. I, it just it didn't have me. It was, it was boring <clears throat> throughout the entire movie until the second half where the, the – like, I, I was telling you about this before we get into your uh, rating of it was – when I was little, I went and saw Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong movie. And for me as a little kid, that movie took forever to King Kong. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, I can I can sit through through this because it's building up to that moment that King Kong shows up. I can appreciate that. Even, even Kong Skull Island. Like, it takes a while before you actually see the gorilla, which... My favorite animal is a gorilla. I really love to see them uh, mess stuff up. This movie probably took way too long to Joker. Oh, absolutely. Because you, honestly, 
I would probably say you get maybe 15 minutes of actual Joker. Yeah. Total. But but I get why they did it because of like they're trying to get you in the mindset of Joker and like breaking him down as a character and like what makes him tick and stuff, but it just it fell short for me. And honestly, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, right. I it could it could have been better, it could have been done better and between the stuff of like oh it's you know you could this is like a martin scorsese film or or it it got an eight minute standing uh ovation for at when it first premiered at the Cannes festival and stuff like like stuff like that like i'm hearing about that or like the like joaquin or the director todd phillips saying like this is a really good movie like it's not your average joker movie like the, it's, not. <laughs> it, it's definitely not because it's boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I don't want to say I could do a better job because I'm a shitty writer, but I have better ideas of how to make it be better. Yeah. You know? Again, like like making the Joker funny is the number one thing. Like when you break down the Joker, you're like, he's funny and he's batshit crazy. No pun intended. See? That's the comedy that is great. Batshit crazy. Because his main enemy is a bat. Yeah. Think about it. You're a little heated up. So I'm going to go into my review of this, I guess. Now. Okay, go for it. So I think for me, and this is hard for me, and you'll know why. It's it's a five to five ratio for me. It's it's just a mediocre film for me. Like, it, it's not the worst. It's not the best. But it's like right down the middle. Just like, meh. Like, I probably wouldn't buy it. Might watch it if it's just on TV and there's nothing else on, but it, the pacing and some of like the cringeworthy stuff throughout it, where they just pan too much on his dancing and stuff like that, was was a huge turnoff. But the the poli- the political themes and the overarching story were were a plus for me. So it's right down the middle, which sucks because I think this makes it my worst superhero movie. If not, it's tied with, with the Suicide Squad. No, that's a hundred times better than this, and oh, you God. know it is too. <laughs> the only reason I would say Suicide Squad would be better than this movie is is it's it like you opened my eyes to something, Brad, that I never thought of because I'm a huge movie person, and you you're less of a movie person than yeah. I, but you're more than the general audience. I didn't think of this this way, but you made me like you opened my eyes to it where you don't go to a Transformers movie expecting Oscar worthy performances. You go to Transformer movies for cars, women and explosions and action like. Yeah. So you go into the mindset for this. Yeah. Right. So like Suicide Squad, if you want something with action, comedy, uh, freaking Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Suicide. It's the movie for you. It's the movie for you. Yeah. But if you're going for something like artsy fartsy, not the movie for you. It's or or <laughs> well, I don't want to say good acting because there was decent acting in Suicide Squad. There's better acting in Joker. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But it's not the movie you're going for. But yeah, this is. I think it's tied for the worst movie, which for me is it's Dark World, and this is hard for me because it beats out uh, Captain Marvel, and I at least figured it would be better than Captain Marvel. <laughs> because you hate women right (laughs) absolutely not good good save so you can Uh, cut it whichever way you want it make it make a longer pause in between there yeah i think that's what i'll do yeah 
Yeah, no. It just our our three female uh, audience members that uh, <laughs> actually listen to us are, are gonna go down. So yeah. thanks for that, Brad. Right, no you problem. Woman hate. I happen to love women. Go women. Um. Uh. All right. So anything else? No, I think that's about it. Did you rate it? Five to five. Five to five. Five to five. Right down the middle. And I said four to seven. Yeah. Four yeah. to seven and a half, more likely. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Because, so you asked me a question. So we already rated this, whatever, with the Joker movie. You asked me a question. I did. Of this movie, like, we were trying to understand why people are saying it's like a Martin Scorsese movie. And one of the things that we kind of determined was uh, character-driven, like you've already said. That yep. this movie is very character-driven it is doesn't rely on CGI. Doesn't rely on an Infinity Gauntlet or a purple uh, grimace looking mother. Yeah, or, or huge explosions. Yeah, anything like that. And you were asking me like, what what movies are like that? That yeah. now, and you know what I I I feel like we should give a suggestion for the audience to watch because this I showed you this movie and you were like. I love this movie. It's one of the. It's in your what? Your top five now? If it's the one I'm thinking of, yes. Yeah. Is it three billboards? Yes. Three. Oh, it's amazing. Three billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. That movie is so good, and uh, Sam Rockwell won Best Supporting Actor, and uh, Frances McDormand won Best Best Actress. Yeah. Um, and. It is honestly one of my favorite movies. I probably watch it once a year. At least. Uh, At least. Completely character-driven. Character-driven. Story-driven. Original script. Yep. Where, like, Joker, it has the... It rides the coattails of the DC properties. Like... Yeah. Like... That's why it's got so much notoriety right now. Right. You know, if, if you ask anybody, you know, name five superheroes, Batman and Superman are definitely in that. Like, those are well-known. Yeah. And if you go name batman villains joker is number one named every time oh yeah pretty much like we could do a family feud episode of it and and joker's gonna come up as the top yeah 99 and then the <laughs> other one the other one is the pink the freeze yeah the mr <laughs> <Mister> freeze <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs the ice, ice age. age um so so yeah th- that there's a movie suggestion if you're thinking about going and seeing the joker instead Find uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It is a fantastic film. Yeah, I love. Honestly, I kind of want to watch it today. That would be nice <laughs> to get the taste of Joker out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, can I just take my Blu-ray copy of of Three Billboards to the movie theater and go and have them? Can you play this instead? The top of it instead. Yeah. Can you play this instead? It's just so. I. I was yeah. really hoping Joker would be better, and now now thinking about it and talking about it on our podcast, it wasn't. More hype than it was actually. I agree. Was. Yep. Yeah. Too hyped up. Yep. They're, uh, like, if somebody uh, shot up a movie theater, this was a horrible movie to shoot it up with, because probably nobody would be in the audience. <laughs> um, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. There was only... What, maybe 10 people in the theater we were in yeah pretty much and i mean we keep hearing that it's amazing and and i mean we did go at noon we on did, a friday but still it is the day it came out yeah you're right 
Do we want to? I mean, with how much this is being heralded, do you think there's only ten people at Endgame on Friday when it came out? No, no. <laughs> Pe- people were calling out from work to go see that movie. Are you kidding me? That that it should be a national holiday by yeah. now. Um, I mean, even not that big of a movie. I. I've been to other movies on Fridays where there's been a bigger audience. Yeah. Uh, um, heck, we went and saw it on a Tuesday at 11. A month after it was out with the same amount of people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, we like we got there early and somebody walked in and we were like, damn, we're not going to be the only ones in the movie theater. And then a couple more people showed yeah. up. And it, it was probably the equivalent of today's Joker viewing. So. Pretty much. Maybe, maybe a few less, but... Uh, that was out for a month already. Right. Uh, by the way, it chapter two, uh, way better than Joker, and that movie was two hours and fifty minutes long. Yeah, that was a lot longer than we thought it was. Yep, we were gonna record a podcast on that. Maybe this part will get cut. Uh, but oh well. Um, I have one more thing. Okay. Nothing to do really with the movie, but with the audience today. One of the times when the when Joaquin laughed. As the Joker, I thought there was a audience member who started laughing like the Joker, and I kind of got a little bit scared, just a little bit, because when the Joker stopped, that person did it. Did you hear that? Did you pay attention to I, that? I did hear that, but did you see who it was? No. It was the guy that was like in a wheelchair or whatever leaving, like in okay. the walker. So, yep. and he was kind of coughing in that. So, I wonder if he was like coughing slash laughing because that's about the point where he was doing it too. So, <laughs> okay. All right. I was just, I kind of got a little bit, a little bit like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> the reports are true. Yeah. We picked the wrong time, wrong movie. We definitely picked the wrong movie, but we should have seen Rambo instead. Oh. All right. Are we done with this? I think we're done. All right. Do you think there will ever be a better Joker movie? I mean, it's or a, a Joker origin story that is better. Because honestly, we yes. may be wrong. This this movie may be too artsy fartsy for us. Or maybe we just need to see it again and like have a different viewpoint, like a couple months from now. If if they if. Warner Brothers pays me to go see this movie. I'll go see it again. <laughs> they give you a refund, will you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just... It could have been done better. I'm sorry. It could have been... It could have been better. I think they will, though. I think they'll end up doing a better one. Yeah. Was this movie rated R, do you know? Yes. Okay. Because I... It definitely needs to be rated R. Like Watchmen. Yeah. But not to the equivalent where it shows, like, genitalia. But... It definitely needs, like, the gore factor. Because the moments that it was gory was good. I think it's gore and suggested themes is why. Like what? Like the time uh, Joker danced around? (laughs) Gay. (laughs) Have I ever told you, Brad? I think I have because we've had discussions of this. that Because you're the supervillain and I'm the superhero. What supervillain would you be? And you've picked a couple, and I've suggested a couple. And I'm pretty sure one of them that I suggested was the Joker, and you didn't like that. Am I right? Did you not like? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that fits me. I don't think it fits you too much, but Although you definitely it might fit me better than this one. <laughs> I mean, the I laugh... tell better jokes. <laughs> you do the laugh alone. I would say laugh track, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, go see it or don't. I don't care about this movie 
I'm mad. I'm going to get a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for today. We'll see you later.